I have something rather delicious for you today, something which doesn't take much deep thinking, yet I think will please your musical palate. We don't expect light compositions from composers that are known for great symphonies and very serious music, and yet they too are only human. Let me bring you a helping of music in a lighter vein created by some of the great masters, a program entitled Unexpected Pleasures. Let's think of Rahmaninoff. Oh, here was a great Russian master with high cheekbones who never cracked a smile. And yet he set to music some lovely Russian folk songs, the melodies and texts of which were given to him by Fyodor Shalyapin, the great singer, and also the great Nadetya Plevitskaya, a well-known inter interpreter of Russian folk music. He orchestrated the accompaniment. One of the most humorous of them is entitled You, My Fairness, My Rosy Cheeks. And it's gently humorous in tone. A wife is hurriedly removing makeup from her cheeks as her jealous husband returns home. And he bears a gift of a woven silk whip with which he plans to lash her. Although she claims not to know the reason, it develops that she has carried on a flirtation with a bachelor at a neighbor's party. So the vocal writing is for altos and basses, and then for instruments as well. Listen to Light Rachmaninoff.
Well, it wasn't really all Rachmaninoff. It was a Russian folk song, which was given to him along with some others by these two singers that I mentioned earlier, and they were all dedicated in the orchestral version to Leopold Stokowski, performed, incidentally, by the Bolshoi Theater Chorus and Orchestra. Rachmaninoff of a very light kind. What about Sibelius, the great master of the icy northern plains of Finland? First of all, they're not always icy, nor was Sibelius always terribly serious. He wrote, for instance, some music for a, a play which became quite well known, namely a scene with cranes. And there is one particular portion which is called Vals Romantique, a romantic waltz, scored for small orchestra, two flutes, two clarinets, horns, timpani, and strings, and calls really for little comment. If you wouldn't know who wrote it, you certainly would not guess Sibelius, I think.
Well, there you had Sibelius in a rather, shall I say, uh, happy, humorous mood. This was the Vals Romantique, the Romantic Waltz by Sibelius. Now, what about Brahms? Oh, Brahms is always so serious. But in some of his songs, especially his settings of German folk songs, we find some, as we say, Lulus. And I'm going to read you the text of one of those Lulus that we're going to hear performed by Peter Schreier, the famous German tenor. What a name for a singer. It's entitled, I Know a Maiden. And this is the way it goes. I know a maiden sweet and rare. Oh, beware. I know a maiden sweet and rare, but she's false, though she's fair. Oh, beware. For trusting her, it means despair. She has two eyes and they're brown. Oh, beware. She has two eyes and they're brown. They gaze on you and then look down. Oh, beware. For trusting her, it means despair. She has fair hair of golden hue. Oh, beware. She has fair, of, fair hair of golden hue, and what she says, it is not true. Oh, beware. For trusting her, it means despair. She has a bosom white as snow. Oh, beware. She has a bosom white as snow, and blushing roses over it grow. Oh, beware, for trusting her, it means despair. She brings to thee bright evergreen. Oh, beware, she brings to thee bright evergreen, but with another lad she's seen. Oh, beware, for trusting her, it means despair. Brahms was interested in that? Well, listen for yourself. Ich weiß mir mein klein hübsch und fein, Ich weiß mir Meidlein hübsch und fein, es kann wohl falsch und freundlich sein. Hüt du dich, hüt du dich, vertrau ihr nicht, sie narret dich. Sie hat zwei Äuglein, die sind braun. Hüt du dich, sie hat zwei Äuglein, die sind braun, sie werden dich über Zwerg anschauen. Hüt du dich, hüt du dich, vertrau ihr nicht, sie narret dich. Hat ein Licht voll farbenes Haar, hüt du dich. Sie hat ein Licht voll farbenes Haar, und was sie redet, das ist nicht wahr. Hüt du dich, hüt du dich, vertrau ihr nicht, sie narret dich. Hat zwei Brüstlein, die sind weiß, hüt du dich. Sie hat zwei Brüstlein, die sind weiß, sie legt hervor nach allem Fleiß. Hüt du dich, hüt du dich, vertrau ihr nicht, sie narret dich. Hüt 
Kränzlein fein gemacht, hüt du dich. Sie gibt dir Kränzlein fein gemacht, für einen Narren wirst du geacht, hüt du dich, hüt du dich. Vertrau ihr nicht, sie narret dich. With Carl Engel at the piano, this was Peter Schreier, and one of the German folk songs set to music by Brahms. Here you are, Brahms, one of the most serious of all composers. And today, I thought I would sample with you some of the lighter fare of serious composers whom we know by their great orchestral and operatic masterpieces. A program entitled unexpected pleasures to a composer of Russia once again who is surely known for his great symphonies and his great theater works namely Dmitri Shostakovich oh who doesn't know the Leningrad symphony and all the weighty works that he wrote but he also wrote ballets and he wrote for instance ballet suites and then some works for, for uh, movies, and I thought we would sample three of them. First of all, a polka from a ballet suite, then a barrel organ waltz from a movie, and then another gallop from another ballet suite. Three in a row. This is Shostakovich. Here is Andrei Kostelanitz. You remember that wonderful conductor? playing with his orchestra the light music of Shostakovich.
would you have guessed that this is Shostakovich? You heard first a gallop, or I should say a polka from a ballet suite, then a barrel organ waltz from a movie, The Gatfly, and then a gallop from yet another ballet suite, Shostakovich. Well, now let's go to Beethoven. Nine symphonies, Fidelio, five piano concertos, a violin concerto, so many string quartets and other chamber music. That's the way we know Beethoven, the massive, magnificent Ninth Symphony. Well, he too looked for folk tunes and set them to music. For instance, here is one which is set for bass and orchestra. And the bass in question here is Walter Barry. Let me, and the Convivium Musicum of Munich, incidentally, is the orchestra. Let me give you a free translation as I go along here. My wise mother says, My child, kissing is a sin. And I, poor sinner, find that this is not all that bad. I know that murder and theft, that those are terrible sins. But kissing? Why should that be a sin? I don't steal my kisses. Doris gives them quite freely. And I can see in her eyes that no harm seems to occur to her. In fact, very often she likes to bite my lips. Should that be murder? Certainly not. Mother, mother, sin is kissing? Is it really? Well, then I, poor sinner, am not willing to let it go by. A free translation. Well, here is Beethoven. Aber soll das Wort heißen? 
This is known as the test of kissing. Beethoven, Walter Barry, and the orchestra. And speaking of Beethoven, he loved lighter things every now and then. Now, unlike Mozart, he never cut much of a figure on the dance floor. That seems to be proven historically. As a matter of fact, we know from his diary that he took dancing lessons. <laughs> but he never learned to move his feet in time to the music. It's like Albert Einstein flunking math. Well, as a composer, too, he remained aloof from the craze of dancing, whereas Mozart was showered with commissions for dance music. And in all probability, I suppose, the contra dances that we hear, at least in portion of it, written in about 1800, were for some purely private occasions of a non-aristocratic order, and yet, from the purely musical point of view, I think you will find that Beethoven rated them sufficiently highly to use two of them in the finale of his ballet, The Creatures of Prometheus, while one of them 
appears in a variation for piano, opus 35, as well as in the last movement of the Eroica. So he thought well of his contra dances, and we'll hear a portion of them.
Well, there you had a group of contra dances, country dances, if you will, written by Beethoven around 1800. That was just a year or two before the Eroica Symphony, and certainly two of the piano concertos already under his belt. So he felt like taking it easy, taking it a little humorously, the lighter side of Beethoven. Now, what about Tchaikovsky? Well, Tchaikovsky was melancholy, but he could also be extremely humorous. Humorous, even boisterous. Listen, for instance, to one of Tchaikovsky's Cossack dances.
Let's move on to Schubert. Schubert wasn't always serious to begin with, but among his choral compositions, there are some almost tiny operas that certainly deserve our attention. In fact, of these, he wrote about 135 compositions which are just never performed. Let me read you the text. It's entitled The Lawyers, a very timely subject. The first lawyer. Sir, I've come to inquire if Mr. Sempronius has already paid the fees he owes me. Second lawyer. Well, I have nothing from him yet, but he's coming to see me today. We don't want him to get away again. Why don't you wait for him here? First lawyer. To settle their debts to the lawyers is the first duty of the lit litigants. Second lawyer. Litigants. Otherwise, it would be back in court again, and most people don't fancy that. Both. O justitia prestantissima. Even if you treat some people harshly, you never forget the good doctors. Second lawyer. Let's have a glass of wine together. But, shh, there's a knock at the door. Who can it be? Come in. Well, here comes now the client. I am Mr. Sempronius. I've just arrived from the country. I made the journey on foot. I have to count my pennies, for I too have had a go, worse luck, and have spent a while in court. Lawyers, my dear sir, we beg you to redeem your promissory notes. Sempronius, oh, oh, patience, I'm well aware I ought to settle my accounts. Oh, patience, I'm well aware. The lawyers, my dear sir, we beg you, Sempronius, but I'd just like one piece of information from you gentlemen, lawyers, indeed, by all means, for this colloquium is what we call a concilium and belongs in the expensarium. The, the client now. The sugar and the coffee, the lambs and the venison, dripping butter, flour and eggs, Rosolio and Tokai wine, and everything else besides that I've given to people, surely you take that into account. Lawyers, no, 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 that's an honorarium, and doesn't count toward the expensarium. And so it goes on and on and on until they finally come to a conclusion. So let's see what Schubert does with this. Die Expensen zu saldieren, ist der Parteien erste Pflicht. 
Jesus geht es neu ans Prozessieren und das behagt dem Meister nicht. Oh Justitia, Rechensissima, die Vensimanten bitte ist auf der noch vorne nicht mehr ist, Liebe ist. Jetzt trinken wir ein Gläschen Wein, jetzt trinken wir ein Gläschen Wein. Doch still, man lockt, wer ist herein? Ich bin der Herr Sempronius, komm grad vom Land herein. Die Reise machte ich zu Fuß, ich muss wohl sparsam sein. Denn ich hab's leider auch probiert und hab ein Weilchen protestiert und hab ein Weilchen protestiert. Mein Herr, wir supplizieren, die Not hat schon seit ihrer Zeit gefunden. Ich weiß es wohl, dass ich die Technik zahlen soll. Mein Herr, wir supplizieren, die Not hat schon seit ihrer Zeit gefunden. Mein Herr, wir supplizieren, die Not hat schon seit ihrer Zeit gefunden.
Schubert, in a very humorous note, and in a lighter vein, writing a, a little mini-opera about the two lawyers who want their fees from the poor fellow who comes in from the country. Finally, it isn't only the composers who go humorous and light every now and then. It can also be conductors and performing artists known for their serious efforts going entirely on the light side. Would you believe that there's a, a wonderful version of the Toy Symphony by Leopold Mozart, the father, recorded by Arturo Toscanini and the NBC Symphony Orchestra? Listen to the first movement. <laughs> Thank you. 
first movement of the Toy Symphony by Leopold Mozart at the hands of Arturo Toscanini and the NBC Symphony Orchestra, we bring to a close this program entitled Unexpected Pleasures. Light-hearted performances, compositions by masters and orchestras and composers, certainly not known for this kind of fare. So, I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope that you realize that we're all human. This is Carl Haas. <laughs>